and gentlemen, to Wrestling Tacos Podcast. I am your host, Vimosawa One Franco. I am Ryan Solo today, so it will be a quick episode. I'll get Ryan's news. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring will be ter- returning for season two on Viceland. They'll be covering a cri- the Christmas Wall story, so I'm excited for that one. Uh, season one covered the Bruiser Brody stro- story, along with Montreal Screwjob, and I didn't get to watch every single episode of season one, but I'm excited for the Christmas Wall episode at least. Uh, Jimmy also got arrested yesterday on DUI, DUI charge. He uh, it was in Florida. That's all that came out from that. And AEW news. AEW finally announced when they're they will be on TV. It will be October second on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. It'll be a two-hour show. And yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, I didn't get to see being the elite. Or maybe I did. I just forgot to write about it. But for uh, Road to, Fall, uh, to All Out, um, I began with Totally Blanchard talking about uh, Sean Spears. I gave him advice to take out Rhodes if he wants to go to the top. And also that uh, he knows how to make Rhodes' family tick. So he will be working with Sean Spears from now on. Uh, Darby Allen was getting interviewed backstage about his loss from Fight for the Fallen. And uh, Jimmy Havoc walked in along with Joey Janela, and they all started to brawl. So that'll be a triple threat match now at All Out, which I'm excited for. Hopefully Darby Allen gets his first win. And uh, they ended with John Moxley talking about Kenny Omega, saying that he is in Japan this whole time because he wants to see Kenny Omega's style, pretty much. So that's another match I'm looking forward to. Uh, that's all I have for AEW. I should be straight up honest with you, WWE uh, Raw reunion was complete crap. Uh, me and Nick went over to the Corpus Christi Joker's house to go watch it with him uh, for a live podcast video on his YouTube channel. So go check that out, the Road on Nerf Joker. It was kind of entertaining. More entertaining than Raw, I tell you that much. But, uh, yeah. Raw reunion was crap. I'm not going to go over every single thing because all of it was backstage shit. Backstage segments. And most of it was about 24-7 title. So, it was crap. Uh, I'll open up with... Uh, Cena opened it up. Like usual, um, you know, whenever he's, uh, usual stuff that he talks about. Usos came out, saying they want the old Cena back. We all want the old Cena back. Uh, the PhD, Doctor of Thugonomics. Um, that led to Cena and the Usos going to a rap battle. Cena mentioned that about their DUI, or their mugshots, which was funny because, you know, three days, two days later, Jimmy Uso gets arrested again for it. Anyways, uh, after that, Rikishi came out. Told Cena to back that ass up and dance with them, but they didn't dance. Instead, Revival came out along with Devon Dudley. No Bubba Ray Dudley had in sight, just Devon. Which is weird to have just one. One Devon. And uh, we had that match. Usos versus Revival. Usos won. Uh, Hogan was backstage with Jimmy Hart. And he said, Hulk Hogan said that he wants to kick some ass. That was that. Booker T was on commentary for Revival and Usos. Like I said, Usos won. Uh, let's see. Maverick pinned Truth for the 24-7 title. I'm just gonna say that. There's a whole bunch of backstage shit. Um, from Maverick, it went to Pat Patterson. From Pat Patterson, it went to Gerald Briscoe. From Gerald Briscoe, went to Kelly Kelly. From Kelly Kelly, went to Kansas Michelle. From Kansas Michelle, went to Alundra Blaze. From Alundra Blaze, Teddy Biasi bought it, the million dollar man. And from him, it went back to Drake Maverick. And then from Drake Maverick going back to R-Truth. That was basically all of Raw Reunion. That was a whole Raw Reunion. 
Uh, other segments were Miss TV with Seth Rollins. Got all my thoughts on Seth Rollins right now. It's real crap. Him just little, you know, I'm uh, going to beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar sucks. I'm going to beat him at SummerSlam. Him came out saying you ain't going to beat him. Bro, uh, Lesnar's going to beat you. Rollins told him, uh, I'll give you five seconds to run before I curb stomp you into the ground. He counted 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and Heyman started running into the back. And that was the end of the segment. Uh, Sami Zayn took on Rey Mysterio because Sami Zayn was talking shit about Legends. Rey Mysterio decided to stand up for him. Kurt said, you know, if I was GM, I'll have a match. Let's sell this in the ring. And we had Zayn versus Mysterio. Only thing from this was that Zayn was about to walk out. And then four Legends came out to the out to ringside, I guess. And uh, man, we get back in the ring, which were Kurt Angle, Hurricane, Sergeant Slaughter, and surprisingly enough, Rob Van Dam. It was great to hear his music because I love that one of a kind song. It's one of my favorite songs. And uh, yeah, Mysterio beats Sami Zayn. Uh, another match was Braun Strowman took on a jobber named Randy Rowe. Of course, Braun Strowman won while Randy Rowe won. But the best moment of the night. No, it was not Steve Austin with the stunner because he had no stunners. They had a toast to Raw. And, yeah, all the legends came out. Steve Austin came out and started talking and saying he loved everybody. And that was that, yeah. And there were no stunners whatsoever. But the moment of the night came with Mick Foley in the ring saying that he introduced him for some time a month ago. And then <laughs> Maverick and all the jobbers ran into the ring. Maverick ran into the ring, McFoley was like, come to Papa, come to Papa. And uh, Maverick ran out, all the jobbers ran out, but then he said, McFoley said that his favorite moment of his career was when he won the WWE Championship in 99. I was about to show a video, instead, it disappeared and the fiend came out. And he gave a manable claw to McFoley. That was moment of the night. He is the only legend of Raw who put over someone. Put over a new guy. Actually liked it. Uh, rumor is that he'll be um, the Fiend will be using the Manable Claw from now on, and I'm excited for that. The Manable Claw is back. Of course, he'll still be using Sister Abigail as well, but he'll also be using the Manable Claw, which I'm excited for. Um, that was Raw. That was Raw reunion. It was the biggest load of crap I've ever seen. <sighs> Smackdown was better though. I guess I'll go over it real quick. Xavier Woods and Biggie opened it up. Uh, they're on a commentary. Byron Saxton's father had passed away, so he was on a commentary for the night. So it was Xavier Woods, Biggie with Tom Phillips, and David Otunga was also there because Corey Graves was not there for some reason. People are expecting that. Don't know why he wasn't there. I'm just thinking maybe he was a friend of Byron. He was real close to Byron's. So maybe he went to his dad's funeral. So I'm thinking that's what it is, but I don't know. Uh, anyways, open up with Shane McMahon talking about uh, Kevin Owens saying that he quit last year on August 27th after he lost to Seth Rollins. And that if uh, he wants a match with him, he is going to have to put it in writing that he will quit. So whenever he loses, it's in writing that he's quitting. Once and for all. That lets Kevin Owens coming out. He was about to go attack him, but then Shane said that if you attack me, if you get uh, attack me right now, then our match is off. So he didn't attack him. And Senior Man made a match. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns tonight. We go backstage, and it's the Three Stooges again. McIntyre, Elias, and Shane Man. Shane saying he needs to add some fire to it, so he adds McIntyre as a referee, Elias as a timekeeper, and himself as a ring announcer. 
after that was the only match of the fucking week. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews, which was match of the week, because it was the only match of the week. And, uh, yeah, Nakamura beat Apollo Crews. After the match, he beat him down some more. No one came out to save him, and it was funny because I had a commentary beginning there was saying, oh, he has no friends to help come out and help him. I was like, why don't you the guys just like go out and help him? Like, aren't you supposed to be like, good guys as well? You have no beef with Peru Cruz, go, help, go out and help him. But they did not. After that, Manny Rose and Sonya Deville were backstage. Manny Rose told Sonya Deville that she just heard from Shane Man that they have a title opportunity next week. And if they win that match, they will have a future title opportunity. You need me to say that again? I'll say that again. Mandy Rhodes and Sonya Deville were backstage. Mandy says she heard from Shane Man that they'll have a title opportunity next week at the at the women's tag team titles against the Iconics. And if they win that match, they will have a future title opportunity. Yeah. Anyways, after that was a Mustafa Ali promo. Video promo that he posted up last week on Instagram. Basically him saying that he's going to write his own story with his own pin. And if his pin runs out of ink, it's fine. He'll finish it with his own blood. He will be WWE Champion, though. Uh, next up, we have Miss TV with Shawn Michaels as his guest. Uh, Miss, Miss started off with a recap of Raw Reunion that nobody asked for. It's like fucking five minutes long. I was like, damn, man. I want this. I don't want to live that crappy-ass night. And uh, Shawn Michaels came out. Uh, they promoted Miz, uh, Marine 6, I think. The one with Shawn Michaels in it. And then I let Dolph Ziggler coming out. Saying he looked up to Shawn Michaels when he was a kid. He uh, always looked up to him. He was his favorite wrestler. But uh, Shawn Michaels ruined his legacy whenever he stepped back in the ring in Saudi Arabia. At, uh, I don't know, last Saudi Arabia show. I forgot what it was called. No, it wasn't the last show. One of the shows, I think, Crown Joel probably. Every team with Triple H. Take on Burr's Destruction. And uh, Shawn Michaels said that he doesn't like that match either. He shouldn't have stepped back in the ring, but he rather. But it's better than being known as a second-rate Shawn Michaels wannabe. Ziggler got mad. Miss told him to do something to uh, stop talking about. Oh, it should have been me. It should have been me. It should have been me. All you want to do is pick on legends, the WWE universe, and your friends. Uh, how about you do something about it? Uh, he doesn't do anything about it. Miz uh, turns around Shawn Michaels and uh, Dozer's about to walk away Shawn Michaels turns him around uh, Dozer's about to attack Shawn Michaels Shawn Michaels ducks hits Miz instead Shawn Michaels uh, hits Dolph Ziggler checks on Miz and then turns around gets super kicked by Dolph Ziggler and uh, he runs away yeah that's pretty much uh, if y'all seen Endgame yet Captain America vs. Captain America that's what I thought from it uh, after that was Ember Moon versus Charlotte Flair. This is like about a 30 second match because 20 seconds in, Bailey came out, distracted Charlotte by her just her entrance, and uh, Ember Moon pinned her, uh, rolled her up for a pin. Afterwards, Moon and Bailey were at ringside like celebrating, and then Ember Moon threw Bailey inside the ring with Charlotte. Charlotte gave her a big boot. Ember Moon got on top of the top rope, did a eclipse to Charlotte Flair, and then got back up and did a eclipse to Bailey. After that, Kofi Kingston was saying that he is doing a bit of an open challenge for SummerSlam. He's going to call out one person he wants to face if he accepts, and it's Randy Orton. So Randy Orton, get out of there. Get, out, uh, get over here before he, um, you know, he's going to try and sneak an RKO, so he's going to come out face-to-face with him. Orton comes out. 
Kofi says he held him, held him back. Orton says, damn right. You weren't ready then. You aren't ready now. I helped you get the title by injuring Ali. And uh, Orton said I had, didn't have to get over by shaking my butt and throwing pancakes and paint, uh, patronizing the crowd. And so he had to just be himself, Randy Orton. Uh, Brandon is about to walk away. He says he accepts match. Walks out. That leaves Samoa Joe coming out. Uh, midway, when Samoa Joe was coming out, he's, uh, Randy Orton will turn around and start walking back to be at ringside for this match. Kofi versus Joe ended in no contest with Randy Orton interfering. Came in, tried RKO and Kofi Kingston, but he missed. Then he RKO'd Samoa Joe. Then he got Trouble in Paradise by Kofi Kingston. So... Kofi was standing tall. After that was uh, Finn Balor doing an interview in the ring with Caleb Braxton. Shows pretty much saying, "Were you scared? Were you scared when the Finn came out? You're scared, weren't you? Yeah, you were scared." Finn said that uh, he's never he's faced Bray Wyatt before, but he's never faced him like this. Wants a match SummerSlam against the Fiend. That led to a Firefly Funhouse with Bray Wyatt. He said the Fiend accepts. And uh, just lets him in. And ends with the Fiend. After that, we're backstage with Charlotte Flair saying that it's a disgrace that she's on the SummerSlam card. She'll be having an opponent that's uh, better than Ember Moon. And yeah, there goes that. After that was the final match of the night to close out the show. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. With Drew McIntyre as special guest referee. It started off, uh, Kevin Owens said that he wants to get the match over with. Rain said uh, he's not going to win, that he's going to beat him. And then uh, they're about to start the match. Drew McIntyre pulled him apart like, about three times uh, for unnecessary bullshit. And then they started attacking Drew McIntyre. All of them got involved. It just ended with a spear to Shane McMahon and then a stunner to Shane McMahon. And we close out the show with Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, and Tall being best friends. At least we got one stunner this whole week. One more than one, but we got one at least. They, if they're gonna do like the Steve Austin build, then they need to actually do the Steve Austin build. Cause Steve Austin wouldn't have gone out there and you know, like, oh yeah, stun Shane man, and then left Roman Reigns alone, been cheering with him. Like, no, he will stun uh, Roman Reigns as well. Like, come on, you don't even like Roman Reigns? Like, stun him. We'll be so happy. But that was SmackDown. That was Raw. Um, like I said, this probably has to be quick. I didn't watch NXT, unfortunately. I didn't go back and watch it. That's pretty much all I got. Um, we had a podcast this past Wednesday with our guest, that guy Tom, Robzilla, and Nightmares. Go back and check it out. It was a pretty good podcast. I enjoyed it. Uh, yesterday's population with Manny was pretty good. Go back and watch that. Or listen to that. Um... What else? What else? I think that's pretty much it. Next week is... Uh, I don't know. That's pretty much it. Um, there is news for our podcast, though. We will be ending Season 1 Friday, September 6th with me and Nick talking about the fallout of the AEW's All Out. We'll have a special guest with us who will be taking over as the new co-host uh, come Friday, October 4th. And he'll be revealed then. And also, we'll be taking a, a three-week hiatus in September. Um, yeah. So, Season 2 will begin Friday, October 4th, once AEW goes to 
um, TNT. That'll be Friday, October 4th, Season 2. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, you can follow us everywhere, everywhere, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Rastin Tacos Podcast. And then, yeah, that's it. Catch us next week for the new Rastin Tacos Podcast. And hope you enjoy this one. Sorry that it was so, so short. But, yeah. Uh, catch you guys next time.